Yo, what's up, friends? Welcome back to the local podcast. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Greensburg Video. That's my video and photography company located right here on Main Street in Greensburg. If you and your company are up for some fresh ideas and some engaging content, look no further than Greensburg Video. Speaking of advertising, you can do that for your business right here on the local podcast. If you're interested in that, hit me up at thelocal724.com. But enough of this palaver. Let's get the show on the road. Welcome to the Local 724 Podcast in 3, 2, 1. Hey everybody, welcome back to the 724 Local Podcast. This is Ryan. I'm sitting here in as the main host today because my man Jordan is off in Miami and he is doing big things for Greensburg Video right now. By the way, if you haven't checked out Greensburg Video, uh, check it out. Jordan does some amazing work uh, and he partners with everybody around the city. He's such a great guy. And so I'm, I'm hoping that uh, you'll take this opportunity to reach out to him um, for more of his work. Now let's get into the episode. We got a really fun one today. I have guys from For the City Church here. Uh, it's a church that I instantly became a part of. They moved here mostly from Indiana kind of all around Pennsylvania, but mostly from Indiana. And I got uh, in touch with them right away. And they're just a bunch of fun guys. And so I want you to know them. So I have Eli, Scott, and Kevin here. I even have Jake on the ones and twos. He's my tech guy because I don't know what the heck I'm doing over here when it comes to tech. So guys, how's it going? Ryan, thanks for having us, man. It's a pleasure to be on this. Why did he all of a sudden that was sound like, a, like he's from like, the South? That was like a, that was like a Western accent. What, yeah, what that? Was like, did that, I just want to thank you for having me did on Did you even here? have to go? Ronald uh, Kelly, Ronald Cowboy. I didn't know that that's how it came out. Oh, it did. And, uh, hey, I just want to make sure everybody understands when you say Indiana, you actually mean the OG, right? We, yes. Yeah. We're from Indiana, Pennsylvania, which, by the way, was way before – the state of Indiana, home of Jimmy Stewart. His spirit still resides there, <laughs> by the way. And when we walk across the street, his voice encourages that by saying, well, it's safe to cross Philadelphia Street. So I just wanted to say that. It actually says that when he's when he's walking. Oh, it does. Really? It's a, mad, it's a wonderful life in Indiana, PA. Can I be honest? Every time I hear Jimmy Stewart, I think of the race car driver, and I don't know how to get that idea out of my head. <laughs> what's well and actually scott you are from elderton come on now what, what's the what's the race car is it the race car driver the football player that does like the um extend pills now the <laughs> do you know what i'm talking about i don't know but he'd be the first one to win the race but here's the deal <laughs> so like so in elderton pennsylvania the reason i don't say that kevin is because it's population of 33 and when jesse sarah and i moved they dropped down to 30 that's barely a town and so no one knows about the great city of elderton yeah. let's get back to nascar real quick you know if you ain't first you're last that's what i hear are you a nascar guy no, not no, I just I just wanted to say if you're not first you're last. That's what I wanted you know, to say. You know, I I um I really like Tony Stewart. I used to really like Tony Stewart. Well, he killed a guy. <clears throat> he did. He killed a guy. Why, he, why is he like laughing at that? I, I don't know. He's laughing. Why is he laughing at that? That's I, I, that's not good. So he he killed a guy, but before that, um I used to root for Tony Stewart so much so that I wouldn't even go into Lowe's. I would just go into Home Depot because I was so committed to Tony he, Stewart. He killed a guy. Yeah, he ran a guy over. He, like his person? His person? He ran No, over. no, no. So, so after NASCAR, he started going in lower level races, I guess. And he was racing against some guy. He put a guy off the track in the wall. So, somehow the guy crashed and the guy got out of his car 
to yell at him. And as Tony's zipping around the track, he he tries to throw his helmet at Tony, and Tony just ran him over. Do you guys not? See so this? this is not accident. This is like it was. It's allegedly <laughs> it an accident. Sketchy. I don't know. <clears throat> is he still racing? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. Actually, no. It is wild. I, I think there's a big conspiracy here somewhere. We just need to figure it out today. Yeah. Yeah. This, that's what we're going to devote the podcast to is figuring out <laughs> yeah, if Tony so, Stewart. So this is a true crime podcast. <laughs> our, uh, our listeners just spiked. We have <laughs> so many more listeners. Now. Yeah, I actually know what happened, but I'm going to hold that to the uh, end. Okay, good. Well, the big yeah. reveal at the end. So um, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves? Um, why in the world did you move to Greensburg? Uh, and more specifically, you guys are not from Greensburg. So I want to hear what you like about Greensburg, how you kind of integrated into the city and, and how you love it from there. I love this question because I... I love the city of Greensburg. I love living in Greensburg. I love the people in Greensburg. I love the businesses in Greensburg. Me and my wife, we like, we love going out to eat. And I think that Greensburg has some amazing restaurants like Sundog, El Diablo, Jay Corks. Uh, <laughs> well, Satay's. Oh my gosh. How, how can I even forget oh that? Toads. Even though, I, I mean, the food is fantastic, but the environment there is just, so I so love. So Eli, is it okay for a Christian? I mean, I'm, I'm just wondering, you're, you're a church guy, you know, is it okay to go to El Diablo? I mean, it's the devil's restaurant. <laughs> it is okay. Cause he serves some really great food. <laughs> yeah. But you know, that's God's food, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely not Satan's food. Like he gets zero credit here. I'm sorry. I mean, it might be his restaurant, but yeah. God is the author of all that's good. Yeah. So, and I mean, all, th- Diablo, all good things come from God. So I just, I just praise God while I'm eating that. But oh, okay, good. So you, you, by faith, you make it holy. Okay, good. Yeah, I just want to make sure because, you know, it's, so I really do. I, I love, li- so you worship <sighs> God I do. at Satan's restaurant. <laughs> That's that would that's correct. But All right, good. I really do. I love living in a town that you can drive seven minutes and get to the complete other side of town. And we love to go on walks and see our neighbors. And it's great to have a community of people. Because that, if I remember correctly, like where you're from, it was like Amish buggies. And it took you 37. <laughs> well, minutes I'm a to city boy. I, I grew up in a city, yeah. the big city of Butler. Butler. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I was there with the, New York City. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the very edge of Butler City, so I'm not. I wasn't really exposed to the real deep crime life of Butler City. But yeah, Butler. Up City. on the hill, that that's where all the middle class white folks lived. And uh, then we moved to. Oh, <laughs> just, it's good to hear that you made it out of Butler City. <laughs> Ryan just grabbed the mic out of. Uh, <laughs> He's going on a tangent. Yeah, Kevin, tell us about Greensburg. Why Why did you move here, and what do you What do you like about it? Well, um, gosh, uh, there's so many reasons why we moved to Greensburg. Uh, one of the reasons is because, uh, like Eli said, love Greensburg. Uh, we love everything about Greensburg. Love the fact that you can um, have a it has a city feel, but also you can move. You can go to the suburbs. You can uh, you can go out to Westmoreland Fairgrounds and get all countryfied if you want to. Uh, all those kinds of things. Um, White Rabbit for coffee. That was another huge piece. So I, I love the the city, suburb, rural, town life of Greensburg. So that's one big reason to piggyback on so what you So can I ask, Kevin, did you, did you love the city of Greensburg before you moved to Greensburg? Like, or is your love for Greensburg 
as a result of you living here and dedicating your life to this city? Well, so Scott, you know, when Scott and I began to pray about for the city church and began to come down here to Greensburg, um, you know, I really knew nothing about Greensburg other than, you know, just it was on the map, right? And so uh, Scott began to bring me down here. We began to pray about the church. We began to uh, just uh, experience Greensburg. You know, and so, um, so before we actually moved, I had some experience uh, in Greensburg because Scott and I would take trips down here, and so that's really where the love for Greensburg started. Um, and then we got to know people, and of course, we moved here, and since then, my love for Greensburg has only grown. Well, and and I want to hear because I think Scott, you're about to launch into why you love Greensburg and things like that. Before you do that, I want to know. I'm sure many listeners are wondering. There's a lot of churches here in Greensburg. Why? Why? And I've heard this. I'm, I'm bringing this up because I've heard this. There's so many churches everywhere. I don't know of really anyone that goes to any of them, but I know they're around. And if you're if you're a listener and you're one of them, sorry, but I haven't seen you. Um, why Why Greensburg? Why did you guys pick this? Yeah, so that's a great question. By the way, um, just in case someone accidentally starts to think we're smart and we know what we're doing, and this was some strategic thing, and like we had really no clue like we had let's just be real we put four places on a board right it was altoona johnstown monroeville greensburg and 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 we just started to pray right like where lord where would you have us and we were not waiting for a a cloud to form a finger and point down to the city right like that'd have been nice uh but he didn't do that and so yeah, uh, we met a, uh, I, it was so funny because our first winter here, we're, I'm out shoveling, right? Because by the way, it's a little bit insane to, to, to seek to plant a church during a pandemic when everyone's social distancing and not wanting to talk to anyone, <laughs> including their own family. Not only that, but to like start in the winter. Yeah, when everyone's so, in their house. Yeah, so it, it, you know, it, it was a little strange. So one of the ways I was seeking to meet some of my neighbors was actually shoveling snow, which, you know, if you look at my physique, you're like, you need to keep shoveling and maybe add some running and cut some calories. You know, there's that. actually a lot of people that die from shoveling. Do you yeah, know that? Yeah, I think about that. But the die is gain because I'm, I'm good with the Lord. So it's cool. So I meet this girl named Jen, by the way. And Jen she's a trip man so we're out there and we're shoveling the first big snowstorm and she goes so why did you move here right and i said oh i said that's a great question i said we moved here to plant a church and i said i don't expect you to know what planting a church means so let me break that down and explain that so i did that and she looks me dead square in the eye and she goes doesn't greensburg have enough effing churches that's exactly what i'm talking yeah that's i've heard that too <laughs> yeah and so um by the way yes and no uh and so and by the way for any of my fundy friends who might be upset by that statement i don't mean that to be offensive i'm just communicating what this young woman said right but in all seriousness no matter where you go it's it's my understanding that every city every town could absolutely use another gospel preaching Jesus love and grace filled church. Yeah. So I, I, there's a couple reasons why I want you guys here on the episode today. First and foremost, I mean, I'm, I, I, you guys are my friends. We're, we're family here. I got involved with these guys right away. But secondly, there is a core of Greensburg that is well aware of what for the city is. And it's because 
I think of the intentionality of just being willing to serve and opening your hands and saying whatever's needed. And I'm sure if you're listening right now, you've seen For the City out in some sort of capacity because um, I, I don't want to take too much away from this, but do you want to talk about some of the ways that you kind of just jumped in to, uh, to Greensburg? Because I know there was Luminary Night. There was a couple other things if you want to talk about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to just kick it off and let these guys start to talk, right? Because I think they have a lot to bring to it. But one of the things I think that's real important that distinguishes us in the way that we're seeking to plan a church is we're not like Bartim and Bailey. So we didn't show up, build it, and hope they would come right what we were seeking to do was move into the city be a part of the city and come alongside what god's already doing in the city so what we were seeking to do was build friendships where we're already the lord's at work and so many of those was like with jess with downtown greensburg and man this girl's awesome she was very kind to just welcome us in and so one night she just threw up hey we need help with the the, the luminary night right so i shot her a message back we might have been here for a month immediately she's like yeah we could use the help so we just show up so our philosophy of church planning is not real complex it's walk with jesus and make friends and we've made a lot of friends along the way we've been blessed by how the city has welcomed us in and loved us i mean in all all reality they've really welcomed us with a lot of open arms and so i'm very thankful for that yeah and so just to answer your question about what kind of things have we done Scott alluded to Jess with Downtown Greensburg Project, but that that led into doing things with uh, the Greensburg Night Market on Thursday nights and um, the Sunday afternoon market during the fall and the winter market, and then doing the what was the thing called behind the Green Beacon, the uh, block party or whatever. Yeah, su- Sundays on Pittsburgh Street or something like that, where we're just able to go and we're not trying to present anything special. The beauty the beauty in it is we're just trying to be where people are and be able to interact with as many people as we can and show people what the church looks like through how we interact well, with one and another. and also serve the city. So when we're showing up, what we're basically, what the question that we were trying to ask when we came to Greensburg is, how can we, we love Greensburg. And we're not just, that's not blowing smoke. We, we love Greensburg. We love, and when we say Greensburg, we mean the people. We mean the culture. We mean everything about Greensburg. And so our question of coming into the city uh, was, how can we serve the city? That's why we're called for the city. Uh, Jesus is for the city of Greensburg, and we are for the city of Greensburg. On our website, it says, Jesus loves Greensburg, and so do we. And so the question that we kept on wanting to ask folks is, how can we serve you? How can we be like Jesus in the city? How can we love you? How can we serve you? One of the more specific questions I think we were asking was, what is something that you're needing done that no one else is doing that we can kind of step into that gap, if you will, and meet that need? And so part of that was our mentality of luminary night, but also night market. Night, when the night market came around, um, Jess from downtown Greensburg was needing someone to help with kids, and we jumped right in there. And so from that point, We've been looking for other opportunities, and those opportunities have been developing over time uh, regarding people uh, just looking for needs, meeting those needs, serving the city, loving the city. It's as simple as that. Yeah, and so um, do you guys want to plug real quick some of the details? So if, if we already have somebody that's like, whoa, I want to check this out. Um, you want to talk about where you're at, uh, where you're at, where we're at. Um, 
times, all that kind of thing, contact information. Yeah, so yeah. Forth. So, I mean, you can you can check us out at uh, forthecity.church. That's our website. So, www.forthecity. And that's the number four, right? So, it's not F-O-R. It's the number four. So, www. It's definitely not F-O-R. What's that? <laughs> you said it's not F-O-R. It's not F-O-R. It's not F-O-U-R. What a, am it I is, missing something? What am I missing? It's the letter four. It's the letter it's the number four. There we go. Boy, We're cooking you got right the right now. people on this podcast, <laughs> didn't you? We are cooking. Oh, man. I just, I so well, okay. Off. Eli's already had one beer. So. so so just in case anyone's wondering, like, what genius thought of this? <laughs> wait, can, we never actually answered the question. Yeah, well, we will get there. So settle down, young lab. Uh, so the number four, not the letter four, was very strategic because, here, are you ready for the genius behind it? Those domains weren't used. <laughs> so master we, marketer. Oh yeah, it was. I mean, it was a real artwork. Um, we we looked up the domains and F O R was utilized in numerous ways. The number four was not. So we could get dot church dot org dot this dot that, and we bought them all. And so that's. I just want you to know that was a, a brilliant thinking on our end. That is brilliant. It is very brilliant. I, I actually feel as though like I just got smarter as we're sitting here. Well, it is. I mean, you're a, just a titan of industry over here. Yeah, I'm glad you see it because, you know, I don't think <laughs> others have the, the grace in the life to be able to see the brilliance that's sitting across the table from you. Yeah. Anyway, let's go back into Kip. <laughs> let's not talk about Scott. And let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's go back into it. <laughs> so where we meet is the, I tell you what, the Stage Right uh, folks over there, Stage Right building. Uh, on uh, what is that Fourth Street? Is yeah, that what? Fourth, but the parking lot is on. Third. So, do you want to say what street that is again? The address is Fourth, but the parking lot is on Third. Yeah, so we're on the second floor of the Stage Right Building, number two hundred three. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, the letter four. The post office is very. I mean, it's big. So it depends right across from the post office and is the library to the library right okay. across from the post office and caddy yeah. corner to the yeah. library stage right building room 203 10 a.m. Every Sunday and uh, we'd love to have you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I just learned this this past Sunday. Um, so so I see that the parking lot was open right the parking lots open at 10 a.m. Do we have full openness to that parking lot or is it is it shared what what's what's going on there i actually want to know this i don't know the information yeah yeah we share it with um a sister church that's right next to us uh pastor dill um wonderful friend of ours wonderful church uh we share that parking lot with them so uh what we've been doing is just basically you know once we fill up or even before we fill up we we try to find spots away from that parking lot so we can you know share in a nice friendly way i'll tell you what man it trips me up every week because every week i see a new car pull in and i think that we have a new friend to meet and i get all excited only to see them walk towards the other church and then it kind of bumps me out a little bit you know i'm the one that's friendly so (laughs) you i feel it's called you have to clarify because (laughs) you're getting whipped over here it's all good yeah all right yeah it's all good my wife loves me i have a dog that loves me and my daughter sometimes likes me yeah so it's all good (laughs) Um, where so rumor on the street here, Kevin, is any given day we can walk into Mr. Toad's and find you. Is that is that true? Oh, that is so true. Why? Gosh, Why do you because like this? 
Hey, so we started smoking cigars together, and we'd have a beer together at Major Stokes for a while. This is last year when we first got here. And uh, shout out no to Jim I- Bosco. Shout out to, shout out to Jim Bosco. There you go, Jim. Yeah, thank you, Jim. Um, and my my, I mean, I love JoJo, right? So if if you go to Major Stokes, which we do, and in the summer we're we're there almost every week, and we're out on the patio because we like to get together and. You know, we talk life, theology, and all the different things, but they've welcomed us with open arms, man. And JoJo, makes, she makes these concoctions, um, these little bourbon concoctions. By the way, in case anyone's wondering, um, we enjoy a beverage. We enjoy a cigar. We don't get drunk, and we're not enslaved to any of it. Uh, and so in case anyone's wondering, right? Uh, yeah, I just clinked him. <laughs> yeah, Jesus' first miracle was, was turning water into wine, so we're pretty sure he was good with that. But if, but if anyone were to come to our gathering, and they're like, they struggle with alcohol. They struggle with addiction. I, I got to tell you, we love our brother or sister in Christ way more than we love our freedom to have a beverage so we'll all order water or coke or pepsi um but when we go there man it it's so enjoyable to just be out and about because most people you know when they're having bible studies let's be real they're hiding out right they're bringing out their king james only and they're all just sitting around and they're they're waxing eloquently the deep thoughts of theology but they're in their bunker with their beans and their bullets waiting for jesus to return or the rapture to happen right like we we are thoroughly convinced that we ought to be out and about right like when jesus was doing his ministry people called him a glutton and a drunkard not because the man ever got drunk and not because he ever overindulged in food it's because he he hung out with the heathens right (laughs) and so like our church planning when we came here what we didn't want to do is get a bunch of sheep that were from other pens that weren't real happy and they wanted to come to our place to get fluffed up and told how great they are we were seeking those who were far away from christ and not convinced of the good news of jesus christ or those who are even let's say de church right they 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 might have a semblance of belief and understanding of christ but th- but they're they're like the church man it's so old it's so antiquated like they're they're just like they're, they're a wreck i don't want to be a part of that like it's just me jesus and what i do in my community we want to be a bridge to that and yeah. so part of that's being out and about while we're engaging in gospel conversation which is why kevin loves toads because oh, well. he loves cigars yes and that place is awesome man to, yeah so, to be able to go to a restaurant and smoke a cigar well, inside of a building in the winter well i was bummed <laughs> yeah yeah i was uh i was so bummed i mean i was getting depressed because i couldn't go anywhere to smoke a cigar and have a beer i mean and so i began to do hey excuse me i'm talking okay between the two of you they're having a little private conversation here pay attention to me I'm sorry. all right you asked me the question i'm answering um so um anyway so i got i was starting to get depressed where can i go in this city and yeah, back, right back at you, Eli. Um, where, <laughs> where can I go? I just need to look down so I don't look at you guys. Um, <laughs> well, if you stop showing me fingers and things like that, then we'd be good. All right? So, go ahead. Are you okay. going to finish? Hey, if you'll let me, let me finish. So... I began to Google searching because I'm new to Greensburg. So I began to Google search, where is a smoking bar? And I really didn't think I'd find one. So to be honest, I, I the guys at Nelson LaGuas says, I love that place because 
I used to work in a cigar lounge and they have an amazing selection of cigars. But the thing that bums me out, so their, their selection of cigars is amazing. They get things that I haven't seen. But it, what bums me out so much is you have to pay for a membership there. And I have trouble just paying for a membership for a place that I can smoke indoors for three months, which is why I was so glad that I found Mr. Toad's. So you really love the guys at Nelson, but you just want to, <laughs> just want to slam their business. Okay, cool. I, I, I see how this is going. By the way, for anyone who's curious about what Kevin said, he, um, he, he goes on the Google. So in case you're not familiar with the Google, you can find things like Mr. Toad's on the Google. So. I do love the guys in Nelson's. They're great okay, guys. Let's, They're really generous. Okay. But I'm saying, this is why I love Toast. But cl- let's clarify. <laughs> let's clarify who found Toast. You, I you did. said No, you did I not. I drove by it in oh, like Oh, come this. on now. You had, <laughs> no, no, Kevin, I'll I give it to you. You, you did toads. find it. You texted me. I think it was like a Wednesday night at yes. 6 p.m. and he yes. was like sitting here smoking a cigar drinking a margarita i just want to make sure everybody's very clear that ryan jake and i did not find toads it's <laughs> one of these two guys this is very important and and i think that their identity is very and, wound up in it and i will give it to kevin kevin texted me and then i was there the first day and man it was like i i just this, want to is, make this sure might be a little bit heretical podcast audience knows the truth okay i'm gonna swing in here with the truth because you texted me, Kevin, and you asked where should I go, and I gave you the recommendation of Toads. Oh, I don't think so. I had already talked to the Google. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna get in my phone and I'm gonna find a screenshot and I'm gonna, I'm gonna post on Instagram. Bring it. Our conversation Do of it. me. By the me way, t- is it is it fair to say, Ryan, that you know, seeing that you're like born and raised and on playgrounds where you spent most of your days here in Greensburg, you yep. probably knew about Mr. Toad. Seeing it's like the oldest bar in Greensburg. <laughs> it's the oldest bar in Greensburg. I knew about it before any of y'all. Well, piss on you. Take that, Texas so, boy. Here's what I would say. Let's let's move past that. All right, so. I love margaritas, and so I love going to Toads. So what the beautiful thing about Toads is that it's a smoking bar during the winter, all right? I'm able to smoke and have a margarita and listen to the Beatles. That's, that is my happy place. So It's where Kevin goes to escape from all the stress of his life. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm about to take all of you down. All right, thanks, Kevin. <laughs> let's let's rip the mic. <laughs> rip the mic from Kevin. Um, so you started getting into this, Scott. You didn't even answer yet. What do you What do you like about? Because they started talking about the restaurants and things like that that they enjoy. What do you like? Yeah. So, I, man, there's a lot of things I enjoy about Greensburg. But quite honestly, I, I think I could land anywhere and love it because at the end of the day, um, this isn't this isn't being silly. I mean, I just really enjoy people. I, re- I really do. I enjoy people. So no matter where I'm at, I'm going to find a way to get to know my neighbors and seek to love my neighbors. And and the biggest way to do that is by really engaging in their lives. You know, we, we live in a time where nobody, for the most part, wants to know one another. And yet they all want community. So this is what I was going to ask you, because we are seeing this well, uh, uh, you know, in church. I've seen a huge uptick in individuals who just want to stay at home and watch uh, church online essentially and I, I mean that's just a huge thing now we have the metaverse coming in and that's going to be where you watch church but then of course we know that the pandemic happened and people felt isolated and they didn't have community so now we're starting to see a little bit of a turnaround where people do want community people do want to show up in person um 
you want to talk a little bit about how you feel about those types of things, uh, what that means to be physically in person, or you're more on the side of online or any of those types of issues? Yeah, so I, I guess I would say this, man. There's a big difference between watching a baseball game on television and actually going to the ballpark. And there's a whole other level of actually picking up a bat and swinging. Um, and so the life of a Christian is meant to be actually in the game, not a spectator, right? So c- can there be value um, in engaging on an online service? Sure. Yeah, there can be, right? You're, you're hearing the Word of God preached. Faith comes by hearing. Um, you're probably able to sing along with the, the, the TV and all the different things. But we should never confuse that that's what church is. And by the way, I, I have very strong feelings about this. And so, um, and, and I think the reason is, is because we, we ought not confuse a service for, for the church, Okay, the, the church is, is the people of God that gather, they assemble, they sing, they sit themselves under preaching and teaching. And so what's amazing is all the different ways that, let's say, get the next generation, right? Like, let's have avatars and raise their little pixelated hands to receive Jesus, right? Like, this kind of stuff is not actually the thing that's drawing the next generation. This generation that's coming up and... And, and the ones before it and even the ones after it, they actually long for real community. So that's why, Scott, man, I love what you're saying. And whenever you first asked me about um, planting a church, whenever before we moved, I thought that you were a lunatic for I wanting am. to leave. I just want to make sure that's clear. I, for wanting to leave a job with a steady paycheck to go plant a church during in the middle of a pandemic mm-hmm. where like people are extending their arms at personal interaction with other human beings. But as I've been here, I've been here a little bit over a year and I can honestly say that I think that it was the best time to do it because people are so desperately missing community and they're missing a people to belong to and a family to belong to and and something to look forward to. And so a year ago, Man, I never would have guessed that we would that it would have been so successful in the middle of a pandemic. Well, yeah, and I, and I think that you know Jesus said, "You will know my disciples by how they love one another." Right. So even here, we're we're joking around and and we're having lots of fun and we're throwing out all these different things. But in all seriousness, at the end of the day, the the, the gospel witness, there's a compelling witness by the way that people love one another. You can't love one another through an avatar. Straight up. You just can't, right? You could high-five me. You could send me little heart emojis. You could do all the things. But love is much more than a fuzzy feeling, right? You can't be a Care Bear just shooting rainbows out your, your belly, right? I guess you could do that, but, but that doesn't convey love. What conveys love is when, when the rubber meets the road and I'm hurting, you're there. You're, you're there. Well, physically. and I think that's why people stick. When you actually walk into this church, and I mean for the city church specifically, there is a, a huge amount of love service there, you see people seeking individuals out just to get to know them and be thankful that they're there i see that that's why it's so sticky i think a lot of the times that people tend to come back and uh and want to see it again because they don't get that experience everywhere you know sometimes you're, if you're looking for a church oh we wear jeans at our church over here like that's the best-selling component but when you actually show up to for the city church and I'm, I'm not trying to put for the city up against anybody else i'm simply saying from experience when you show up here you have people who are genuinely 
interested in your life. Well, and I think here's what's one thing that's really important. I think that there's times where people have the same approach that we seek to have in church planting, but they go very Bible light. We're biblically serious about what we're doing, right? So, I mean, we hope you show up with all your bathing suit parts covered. If not, we could probably help you get something, right, to do that. But, but at the end of the day, we don't care. It, it really is a come as, as you are. Now, here's one of the differences, I think, that separates us in a lot of different ways. Many church cultures, and, and I'm not speaking about any church in Greensburg. I think there's some great churches here. I'm very thankful for their gospel witness and for their labor and for their well, work. And they've welcomed us, man. They've loved us. They've, they've encouraged us. They've cheered us on. They've prayed for us. They've, they've written checks for us. So we love what God's already doing in Greensburg. For the city is not the answer for Greensburg. Jesus is. So with that being said, I think it's important. But one of the things that we really do embrace many times within a church culture, it's you come, okay, and, 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 and you behave, okay, because you believe. And eventually you'll belong. And it takes time. It takes time to crack the, the shell to get into that community. We, we want to flip that sucker on its head. Immediately, we want you to know you, you belong. You, you're, you're welcome here. We love, we love having you here. And we're praying that as you walk with us, you will begin to believe in the good news of Jesus Christ. And what happens then is your behavior changes. But we never expect your behavior to be a certain way when you come in. And to go back to your question, Ryan, the only way that can happen is in person, not online. Yeah. And, and I think to speak specifically to that, Kevin, this is a, a church that I've been a part of that's not just a, we show up on Sunday, we see each other for an hour and a half, and then we leave. I mean, this is a group of people that actually does life together. I know that that's a cliche phrase that gets thrown around, but um, we, we are in each other's lives all throughout the week. Um, and it's because that's, I think, essentially what a church is. It's not just showing up to the building for a little bit, you know, getting our consumer mindset. Well, and that. also that that's something that we uh, teach uh, over and over again, or we coach, or however you want to say that. That's, you know, sometimes it's not... Um, it's not the easiest thing to do. So we have to continually keep that, even for us as pastors of the church, we've got to always keep that in front of us, that intentionality of relationship first. And so we try to build that into the DNA, if you will, of the church. And we try to just keep going back to that over and over and over again, because it's all about relationships and not online relationships, but you know, in-person relationships and, and like you said, quote, doing life together. Well, and what I think is really important um, is not only, Scott, what you were saying about the people who come into our doors that we're trying to shift the perspective that first you belong and then we hope and pray that you believe and then you behave. But that's not just for the people coming into our doors, but also for the people that we interact with all throughout town um, that any kind of interaction that we have, you know, with Jim and Jojo and with all of these people that we've been seeing at, at Sundog and at all the restaurants and um, Tommy at the White Rabbit, they're our family and we love them and they're part of our people. Oh yeah. And, and that's, 
By the way, it's not like, once again, I want to make sure, and I don't think anyone's ever going to think we were geniuses uh, after listening to this episode. <laughs> if they did, that's been killed. So I'm pretty convinced we have, have done a thoroughly good job of making sure you didn't think that. But one of the things I want to make sure, this is not like we just cooked this idea up. The New Testament church is a go and tell people, not a come and see people. And so much of big church, American culture church, you know, the meta universe church, whatever. It's all about come and see. It's a show. You got people up on a stage, you got lights, camera, action, haze. Woo! It's awesome, right? But but when when the let's say when the pandemic hit, everybody's like, what do we do now? And it's like everything we were supposed to do before, which was you take the gospel to the people in your lives. And I think the darker the times get, the brighter the gospel is. You know, right now with everything that's going on within the world, people are longing for hope. And, and I got to tell you, everybody's putting their message of hope out there. But, but at the end of the day, they're all bankrupt. I'm like, oh, I know that doesn't sound very inclusive, right? That's not very kind to say that. But at the end of the day, they're all dead ends. They really are. The, the way to actual, real, long, everlasting life is Christ. Christ came that we might have life and have life abundantly. So I just want to kind of frame this conversation in case anybody is not sure who's talking to. So Kevin and Scott are the pastors of the church. You guys are the ones that came up with the idea sort of partnered together, moved here. Eli is... Jesus came up with the idea, yeah, Ryan. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> <laughs> Eli, um, I actually don't know fully if this is right, but you were asked or you just, you got word of this? Well, let's be clear. Scott was not allowed to ask me. So he had a conversation with me that was hinting and pointing and asking without actually asking me a question. Okay, and then so I... It just came along after you guys had already arrived. And so I just came in contact with you because we had a mutual friend, uh, Dave, who uh, Dave was my youth pastor growing up. You guys worked with him. So we got in contact that way. So this is, I just want to make sure we all understand this isn't, you know, three pastors who came in. This is different demographics and levels and everything yeah, that's going on. We agree. On. Eli's definitely not a De pastor. <laughs> definitely not a pastor. <laughs> Yeah. So um, he doesn't know the difference between letters and numbers. I mean, <laughs> the letter that's four. at least the that's the bar we want to set here at Florida City. Uh, hey, but at least I know that I belong. <laughs> you do. So I want to bring this out because I've been. I, we do barbecues here at oh, For the City. Hold on. You, I'm going to give you your time, Eli. I'm going to give you your time. We do barbecues here, and I. I I, I want you guys to know this is the first time we're talking about this. I want this to be very, very big in the sense that I want to put the word out. So that's what I'm doing right now. What? Barbecues? Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, we do barbecue. And yeah, I we do. The Green Beacon guys came last time. Um, we talked to Alicia from the Trendy Bunny about it. Her family seemed like she was in. And I want to get this thing out there. So I want to have some big old well, barbecue. And I, and I also want to throw out something. And by the way, I haven't passed this through the rest of the guys to make sure that this is kosher. But like, I think we ought to get real crazy and have like a beer with 100 straws. <laughs> What do, you, what do you think, Eli? I, I don't, why? Why not just have what does a, that 100 mean? beers for 100 people? Yeah, with 100 straws. Yeah, just getting crazy with it. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't really understand the point. <laughs> but, I mean, if that's what you want to do, that's... Okay, that's what we're going for. So, anyway, I, I've, been trying, I've been trying to build this up. 
<laughs> in a oh, in a nonchalant way of getting people to come to the barbecue. Uh, and I really want that to happen. I'm actually saying it right now. So we yeah. are in we're in March of 2022 when you're listening to this. And during the summertime, we're going to be doing actual barbecues. I hope in a venue that's big enough that can hold people, Kevin. I'm looking at you, Kevin. Yeah, we're hoping to do that. So several barbecues this summer. And because we love to eat, we love people. We, I think you've already heard that. We love food. We love people. And bringing all that together is a great thing. So we're looking forward to it. I'm I'm really bummed out that you threw out a plug for the barbecue because I was really excited at the end of the show to say, hey, little shameless plug. If you've been watching Fun Facts with Ryan on Fridays, he's been talking about how he barbecues. You should come on out. But then you stole it from me. Hold on. I, I just want to speak to that real quick. So Sarah, who she's fantastic. She does our social media. She does a lot of behind the scenes work for the local for the 724 local podcast. She does most of what you guys see. If you follow any of the 724 local stuff, Sarah's behind it. She's fantastic. She has been the one pushing me to kind of do these little about me things. And I just make them up kind of as I'm going. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, eh, you know, this, this one turned out okay zero interaction i get zero interaction from anybody <laughs> except like my wife and my mom which by the way i think if i could just speak into this kate seems very excited about all the different things you have going oh, on dude, there, those, as far as that goes those videos make me laugh so hard they make me laugh so hard i loved in the last one that you were holding the harry potter book in between the what was it a thousand rules of business or whatever that was uh, i laughed so hard well, it was, it was day trading for a living and, <laughs> and it's actually funny because Kate's not totally acting when she's doing this. I'm pretty you much telling, say. I'm just basically <laughs> saying, Hey, I'm doing one of those videos again. <laughs> and, uh, she's, she doesn't move. She's just in whatever spot she was in when I told her that. And I was like, all right, yeah, <laughs> say so, whatever you so, want to say. Man, listen, just to bring it back to the barbecue piece in, in all seriousness, um, we, we really, I get excited about these things, and, and here's one of the major reasons. Because people, I think it's hard for them sometimes to come to a church service, and I don't expect lost people to be like, ooh, I want to go to a church service. I just never expect that, right? Because for 23 years, I was not convinced of the gospel. And, and, and for many times, people just want to get you to a service, to a building, to Jesus, and I appreciate that. But we got to be able to bring the good news of Jesus on the road. And so one of the ways to do that is have a barbecue. Now, if you show up, not every third sentence are we going to talk to you about Jesus. But if I could if I could just say, man, I love to have a culture where we're able to talk about these different things. And we're not necessarily trying to get you to step over the line. Although, all seriousness, I have an agenda, man. I want you to love Jesus and I want you to love the church. I said, but, but here's the thing. I, I know that's only the Lord that does that. But one thing I've appreciated appreciate as of late within the Greensburg area, more and more people are, are wanting to engage in that conversation. They, they really are. They're wanting to know there's got to be more to this thing, right? Because I think all the areas where they've turned to get a, a drink of life have come up pretty empty. So Scott, not only are we like, we have an agenda that we want people to love Jesus, but we also, man, we just love people yeah. and we want to communicate that we love people. And I can say from experience with the people around this table and the rest of the people that go to the church is whenever they have, whenever they have interactions with you, it's out of a genuine interest in who you are as a human being, not just to accomplish something to check off a box for their own mental well-being. We love people. We love people. Well, I want to clarify what 
Eli's already clarifying that Scott's saying is that this is the barbecue is not some like trap to get people here to have some sort of conversation. I think what, what we're all saying is that's a conversation that might naturally just come up just based on who you're talking to, right? Someone who's just filled with the spirit type of thing. So this isn't like a, Hey, come to the barbecue and then let's get them. You know, <laughs> um, this is just, we, Hey, we're going to give out free food. I personally spend 18 to 21 hours cooking it myself. I really want you to enjoy it and you're going to have a good time and you're going to be around people that are, they well, care about you. Like, I don't know if Scott said it this time, but he says it quite a bit, you know, church planting is all about walking with Jesus and making friends. So that's really all the barbecue is. We're walking with Jesus and we're just making friends, you know? And so for, for some of us that are new to Greensburg, you know, we've made a lot of friends over the past year and a half and we're looking forward to making more friends and uh, so, um, yeah. So not only is uh, the fellowship and the people that we're interacting with at those barbecues fantastic, but I can tell you from personal experience, <laughs> man alive, Ryan's barbecue is amazing. I, I, I can say with full assurance that I've never had barbecue better. I am better. looking forward to some big brisket this summer, man. Some burnt ends kind of brisket. Oh, oh man, gosh. I love burnt ends. Yeah, Kevin's from Texas, and oh, yeah. so I. Ryan uh, Kelly. Yeah, as, as some listeners know, we moved up here from Texas recently. We were in Greensburg, moved to Texas, moved back to Greensburg, and so I I honed a lot of my barbecue skills in Texas. And so whenever I learned that Kevin was from Texas, I wanted everyone to like it, but I thought my litmus test was pretty much Kevin. I wanted mm. to see how does Kevin react to this brisket because a brisket is a very Texas. And how meat. did I react? Well. Let me say this. We did we did two big we did a couple of barbecues. We did two big ones where I, I put it all in. And the first right. one, I had just bought a brand new smoker. I didn't right. know how it worked. Right. I bought it from some hillbilly guy in West Virginia who right. was fantastic. Thank right. you, my man. And uh, <laughs> I didn't know it yet. And it what I didn't have my modifications. Uh, my good friend Steve, he did some modifications on my smoker. So now now it ticks like a clock. But before that, I didn't know how to work it. Right. And so I was really unpleased with the first brisket that I gave you. Mm-hmm. And you still liked it, I think. Yeah. But the second time, I got it. I feel Dude, like I got it. <laughs> I remember that brisket. Yeah. I, I I could definitely tell the difference between the two briskets, briskets. The second one was better. But for my untrained palate, even that first brisket was dynamite. It was amazing. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a craft. If you're an artist, it, uh, this is the only art that I do. I, I'm a terrible, terrible artist at all things. But this is the one thing that I really put a creative mindset into. And uh, at the end, you just want people to enjoy what you create. Can I be real with you? Yeah. I I really would love to get into smoking meat, but I cannot dedicate that. <laughs> I cannot dedicate that much time to it. I can't wake up at 2 a.m. and do it. I just can't do it. Not only can you not dedicate time to it, I gave Eli a book. <laughs> <laughs> it was like this is the, it's from Aaron Franklin in Texas. Like I learned everything from this guy. I gave I gave Eli this book. I was like, here, if you're interested, read this book. This is from like Franklin's yeah barbecue. Franklin's barbecue. Woo-wee. So I learned everything from this guy. There's the Texas coming out. There you go. <laughs> and I said, here, Eli, take this. I, and that was what a year ago. I don't think you've touched it. Well, I don't have a smoker, so I'm waiting to get a smoker before I really start to educate <laughs> myself on it. Um, yeah, I, I, I haven't, I haven't opened a page. I think I've looked at the pictures, maybe, and it, everything looks amazing in the book. <laughs> but it's sitting on the corner of my nightstand, and it hasn't, it hasn't been touched. <laughs> I want that book back. Then. <laughs> um, 
anyway, so yeah, so we we're going to be doing barbecues this summer. Uh, I keep plugging it, but I hope people are taking me seriously because I actually want people to show up because we're doing it big and meat prices are really high. So people better come and enjoy it. Aren't we doing a barbecue at my house this year? Oh yeah. We're going to probably a few houses that we're doing a barbecue at and then a couple of big spots. Like you said, Ryan, how, how are we going to fit everyone in my yard? I don't have a very big yard. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's good. It's Is good it, do you yeah. think that'll be sufficient? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. We have plenty of parking right behind Prandtl's Bakery. Feel free to stop by. Oh, by the way, Prandtl's Bakery. Oh, another reason to love Greensburg. What? Well, they're not a Greensburg company, though. I want to be clear. I mean, they have a Greensburg location, but they're not a Greensburg. I think they're a Pittsburgh company. Oh, really? Okay. Squirrel Hill. So Squirrel Hill. they got that, oh, geez, burnt almond tort oh the almond tort dude is freaking awesome that stuff is amazing oh by the way next to prantles also another place to eat is the what was it is it called rasame rasami's rasami's yeah rasami's thai food oh my gosh come on now i i'll I'll tell you what though my favorite thing at prantles isn't the burnt almond tort my favorite thing at prantles is their chocolate chip muffins their chocolate chip muffins man they are exquisite yeah and you probably smell them all the time every time i'll walk out to my car so i leave i leave in the morning uh at 7 10 to walk to my truck which is parked in the alley and every time i'll walk by that place the vent is open and it's blowing that sweet smell of donuts right into my nose oh my gosh my my, sweet my mouth starts donuts. watering like a pit bull it's unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> So we we are located right now in the For the City Ministry Outpost. Yes. Uh, why? Because Jordan's not here and we're not allowed to be in the studio while Jordan's not here. And that's a stupid rule. I'm sorry, but we're not allowed to be there. So we're... Go ahead. Are you going to say... Jordan hate Christians? No, no, no. It's not Jordan. It's not Jordan. Jordan wants me in the studio. I think it's it's the powers that be that he, oh, that he has to... That. Yeah. So, yeah, we, so we've got... Uh, what you're talking about is we've got two different locations. One... Is that once again the stage right building where we meet for services, you know, 10 a.m. every Sunday. And then we have a ministry outpost slash church office uh, in the uh, middle of downtown Greensburg, close to Jake Works. Right next to the YMCA. Yeah. The YMCA. Oh. Yeah. What is it? What is the YMCA? Young Men's Christian, Christian or Association. Association. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Almost an organization. That would be the YMCO. And that's not it. Yeah. That's not it. That's not I, I did the dance. That's not it. <laughs> and uh, um, also badges. Do you guys do you guys ever go to bat? That's I know you've been, you've been there a couple of times. That's oh yeah. That's my that's my spot. I, I haven't shot, shouted out Bobby yet on this podcast. Sorry, Bobby, if you're oh, listening. Bobby. Bobby, man, I only had one interaction with her, and I loved her. Yeah, Bobby's my favorite. <laughs> so Eli came on really strong. I have to tell the story. So we went into badges because because oh, I was introducing him to. Uh, so, so first off, and maybe you guys can do a better job. I'm looking at Kevin and Scott. Maybe you guys can do a better job of explaining Eli than I can. Because I have I have a real love for this guy. But go ahead, Kevin. I think probably the simplest way to explain Eli is if you could just imagine a Labrador that jumps into a pond, grabs a toad in his mouth, comes into the living room when everyone's having like a formal dining, and, and like jumps on the table and shakes all the slime from the pond off, and he doesn't know why everyone's looking at him strange. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, that was a pretty vivid picture that you just painted. I appreciate that one. I can't believe that I'm throwing this out there. But if you do want to know a little bit more about me, there's a video on YouTube about me. I was uh, someone made a someone made a documentary about me. Whenever That's I was a shameless plug. Whenever I was well, it has I think like seven hundred views. It has seven hundred views. You've been waiting for that, and I think I think six hundred and fifty of them are from uh, me and my family. Six hundred and fifty. Videos of you? No, no views. Views. Oh, views. Gonna go viral. <laughs> yeah. So it's called Eli Harvey Exuberant Individual. If you just want to know a little bit more about me. <laughs> yeah, we we don't. <laughs> no one's gonna look that up. <laughs> anyway, so I take I take Eli into badges, uh, and you understand badges is like my spot. If I have a spot in Greensburg, it's badges. I love a lot of spots in Greensburg, but badges is just home base for me. And so I walk in there. And Bobby, it's to the point where Bobby like just instantly serves me as soon as I sit down. So she comes over. Does it say Norm or no? Bobby's a girl, right? Bobby's a girl. So does she say Norm? Like it, on it's cheers? very much like that. Yeah. It really is. I mean, it's very homey like that. She's she creates a great environment. So I bring Eli in because I want him to know Bobby. I want him to go. I've been talking Bobby up, you know, before we walk in here, and oh Bobby Bobby's such a chill person. She's just like, hey, you know, Ryan, how's it going? It's good to see you. Uh, we catch up. Uh, we we've shared experiences over the years, so we talk about that. Eli stand like we're sitting at bar stools. He stands up. He's like, I have heard so much about you. I love you already. I love you, Bobby. And and she's she doesn't take that very well. She's like, what is happening? She instantly walks to the other side of the bar and just hangs down there for a while. And she comes back because she just wants to see how we're doing. And Eli does it again. <laughs> <laughs> and so he go, eventually he goes to the bathroom and Bobby comes back over here and I have to be like, Bobby, look, <laughs> he's just excited to see you. He's just an excitable guy. He means it totally out of love. And then I think after that, she cool, she cooled down and she was all for you. But at, at the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, Eli has already self-proclaimed himself the flair of for the city church. Right. So this this is this guy. He you will love him. You can't even help it when you meet him. And he will he will love you like a lab. Right. Like he will lick your face probably. And it'll be a lot. I mean, he's a strong cup of coffee. I mean, just the 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 title of his YouTube channel or show or it's episode, just a video. One video. One video. Uh, I think that explains him really well, actually. See, the, the only thing that I remember about that interaction with Bobby, I remember, I remember loving badges. Like, it was everything that I expected it to be from how you described it. Like, a place that I want to be every night, and I want to meet those people and interact with those people every night. It just seemed like a great place. But I, I thought that me and Bobby ended the night on a pretty smooth note. I, I didn't feel like there was any kind of, like strange feelings or anything did you hear the part about how you went to the bathroom and i talked everything out with her well i i really appreciate you having my back i really appreciate that <laughs> there's another time do you guys know who kim ward is she's yes yeah okay so i love kim ward um and there was one there's one time in badges where my friend and I, we were my roommate brett we were we were we walk into badges and um we sit down next to Kim and I don't know it's Kim at the time. I've never met Kim. And so we sit down and, uh, she's we're like, Oh, Hey, what's going on? We, we start to look around and there's like clearly a party going on. Cause there's balloons and there's streamers and stuff. And, and this is not typical for badges. So we're like, Oh wow, this is, this is pretty cool. Uh, there's a party going on. So I, I lean into the, the woman next to me and I say, Hey, uh, 
what's going on? There's like a party going on here. This is kind of strange. Huh? And she just, she leans back and she's like, yeah, it's for me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> is it your birthday or you know what's going on? She's like, no, I just won, you know, representative of, of Pennsylvania. We're like, <laughs> Kim Ward? Like, <laughs> and uh, anyway, so, so my friend doesn't hear any of this. He goes, he goes to the bathroom. It's the same sort of situation. <laughs> so I'm talking to Kim and I'm like, um, Oh, that's so great. And she goes, who's your friend? And I said, Oh yeah, he's my roommate. He, she goes, Oh, watch this. He comes back out of the bathroom. He hasn't really heard this interaction between Kim and I, he goes back out of the bathroom. Kim walks over to him and goes, Oh my gosh, I haven't seen you in forever. It's so good to see you. It has been so long. And he is like terrified of what's going on because he's like, you know, he's, I should know this person. They know me. And, um, the whole time, the, the whole time Kim is under this guise of just like pretending to know him. It, it he was so freaked out the entire time. And, uh, anyway, from that point on, I've just been a huge Kim Ward advocate. And, uh, also, so I want to, I want to work that in if you want to, because you guys know Kim, or at least, uh, if you want to plug RSVP, I'm a huge fan of RSVP. Oh yeah. Well, we're a huge fan of Suzanne, uh, you know, the owner of RSVP uh, that's just another opportunity uh, the Lord has granted us to come alongside a wonderful business um, and a business owner, um, we'll just say for the lack of a better word, influencer in the city, and, um, and just come alongside uh, that organization and serve the city. And so they've been very gracious to us to allow us to do that. So it's been great. Man, I feel bad for your friend. That sounds like the worst situation ever to be in. I can, I, I hate when that happens to me where someone that I should know knows me, but I don't know them. It's the worst feeling ever. Well, what do you do? I mean, do you just clam up or do you just go and go with pretending you know them? I really hope that through conversation context, context clues will bring it up. But most of the time, uh, <laughs> most of the time I just pretend like I know him <laughs> and I feel a little bit shameful about it, but I just like. I want to make people happy. And so I have a really hard time being like, dude, I, I have no idea who you are because in my brain, that's me letting them down. And I can't, I can't live with that. What that is specifically, that interaction specifically is that one person had such a huge, or you had such a huge impact on that person that they remember you so much. And clearly they did not have a huge impact on you. That's the situation she was creating. And that's what makes her an absolute genius. Yeah. And I love her for it. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Anyway, so uh, we're going to wrap things up. Anything else you guys want to, you guys want to plug, want to talk about? It's been good. It's been good. I appreciate you guys being on the show. Yeah. I don't have anything. It was a little bit all over the place, but we pulled it together a little bit. I'm, I'm proud of us. Yeah, me too. Um, anyway, so thanks for coming, you guys. For the City, Sundays, 10 a.m. If you want to be there, reach out. Uh, how, how do they reach out to you? Hmm. That's what's, best, what's the best way to reach out to you? Well, I would say probably if you just go to the website once again, just want to point people, uh, forthecity.church, uh, the number four. <laughs> city.church if you go to that website all of our information is down in the footer of the, the homepage and where we meet when we meet how we meet all those things are right there on the website so there you go alright thanks again guys it was good having you and uh, we'll see y'all next week <laughs> <laughs>